an eargasm of learning, and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Our special guest, Anastasia Koss. Welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. I love your energy. Yeah. Uh, my friend, I know you are a very busy person. I've said this off cam and I'll say it again. Thank you. Thank you for spending the time to be with us here in the show. Time difference and everything, schedules and everything, gigs, projects. But you said yes and you're here with us. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. Of course. Yay! So, Anastasia, I'm excited to know, and I'm sure our listeners and viewers are excited to know more about you, all right? But before we dig in deeper, before we have this left-right conversation about our topic, I'm excited to know who or what influenced you to be in this position of greatness that you are in. Because clearly, uh, online, TikTok, YouTube, you are a celebrity, in Hong Kong, you are an artist, right? You are a celebrity. You, you, guys. For those who who don't know, who 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 are living in a cave, <laughs> our friend here is is really a celebrity, <laughs> making concerts, uh, local gigs, international gigs, and now in acting. So, what happened? Who influenced you? Tell us uh, your story, my friend. The floor is yours. Great. Well, thank you everybody for listening. First and foremost. Um, so I grew up in Philadelphia, but I lived most of my adult life in New York. I studied musical theater there. I was singing, acting, doing all of that under the sun. And then I started creating my own content um, on TikTok. And that was especially interesting to people because I lived in China um, back and forth. I worked in Shanghai. I went to film school in Beijing. And so I had all these stories to share with people in the U.S., um, at the time, I really only thought people in the U.S. were using TikTok. This was like the beginning of 2020. Right. When COVID happened, there was not a lot of acting work, not a lot of singing work. And I was like, why don't I do my own thing? So I started putting out stories about my experience in China and me speaking Mandarin. And people thought that was really unique and really fun. And then I started putting out covers of Mando pop songs. Yeah. So songs in Chinese, in Mandarin Chinese. And um, then I moved to Hong Kong, which was a personal choice between my fiance and I. We thought it's better to develop our careers, not only in New York, but also in Hong Kong. Right. So I moved here um, about a year ago. And ever since, it's been amazing. I mean, Hong Kong is a great city. And it's so similar to New York in the sense that there are um, gigs in the entertainment industry. So just like you said earlier... Now um, that things have cleared up a bit with COVID and all of those crazy restrictions. <laughs> um, yeah, you're talking to someone who did a three-week quarantine in a hotel. Ooh, wow. Yes, I have the badge of honor. So, but yeah, <laughs> now that that's all finished, um, there's a lot of performing gigs and opportunities. And now as well in mainland China. So at least like once every two weeks, I'm headed off to the mainland to shoot a project or mm. shoot content. Um, I'm not sure if you are aware, but China has their own version of TikTok called yeah. Douyin. Yeah. And I also have a following on there as well. Um, completely different platform and fan base, but 
I make content for there as well. So right now it's kind of a mixture of doing it all, singing, acting, pursuing that, but also making content for myself. And because short form videos in Hong Kong are still quite new compared to the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. So I help um, other companies, I freelance and help them create content because I'm happy to share my expertise that I learned during the pandemic. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, that's another trivia that you shared that, you know, uh, there is another TikTok platform is it connected to TikTok or is it like totally no, separate one? Completely separate. Wow. So in order to have it, you must have a Chinese phone number. Your app store must oh. be set to China. It's completely locked. They're not two in the mm. same. And the other kicker is that there's no English version of the app. So it's completely wow. in Chinese. Yeah. Wow. Which, like I said, I've studied it. I right. went to school and I'm quite fluent in Mandarin, but still reading characters and making content, um, it's it's one challenge when I'm wow. using that platform, yeah. Yeah, I was like watching one uh, interview clip about mm-hmm. you and it was like in the Chinese news or a Chinese program. <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay, I know the, the newscaster is speaking in Chinese, so maybe when the focus is on you, you're gonna be speaking in English. And lo and behold, <laughs> you came up and you were speaking like Chinese, like, what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. And next, I'm trying to learn Cantonese because now I'm in Hong Kong and I really want to get the essence of the local culture here. So I started taking Cantonese class. Um, but of course, you know, in Hong Kong, English and Mandarin is widely right. used. So, um, but I still really want to connect with local people here in the culture and, you know, make jokes with friends and all of that. So um, yeah, it's kind of like working with TikTok and then with Instagram and then with Douyin. So all all different platforms and they all have different needs as well. Um, Yeah. Well, well, you you, you mentioned about, you know, um, platforms, social media platforms, and they have different needs, you know, and the setup is different. You mentioned Mm -hmm. about content creation those are the key elements that excites me because we are now in this world that everybody's connected to, you know, social media and everybody mm-hmm. can create content. Everybody is consuming content. Now, I'm excited to know, and I'm sure our listeners and viewers are excited to know, Anastasia, how to grow your social media presence in this generation and, you know, the years to come, given with a successful run that you are doing on TikTok, on different platforms, local mm-hmm. and international. So the floor is yours, my friend, how to grow your social media presence. Wow. Well, it's a very loaded question because I, I do feel like it's changing all the time. Um, yes. So for example, um, you really need to know your fan base. You need to know your target audience. Um, so to break it down, like on Douyin, obviously it's just mainland China. On Instagram, it's mainly just Hong Kong. And then on TikTok, it's very international, 
but I have a lot of listeners from US and Canada who are from China or from, I was not sure because I'm Hong Kong. So they're kind of like relating to that content of seeing me in their home country. So you have to know, I think the first thing who your target audience is. And when I first started on TikTok, I thought, okay, I know China has their own platforms. So nobody on TikTok is going to be interested in seeing Chinese speaking content. And actually I was pleasantly surprised because um, there was a huge market for it. And there's a lot of people that enjoy that. And um, now it's kind of like fizzled into more travel content and tips and stuff like that. Um, less about language and more about my experiences when I'm living in it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I would say the first thing is know your target audience. But like I said, the algorithm is always changing. So you just need to be up for trying new techniques and new ways of using the app, editing with different apps. Um, so yeah, those are like my two main tips. But I would say just be open to anything because I think even when Reels came out on Instagram, we were all like, oh, this is so annoying. But then it kind of evolved into its own in a sense. And that's kind of where it's at now. And so, yeah, I would just say, like, just be open, right? Like, okay, YouTube shorts. Oh, they're doing the same thing again. But it's like, okay, but that's that's an opportunity. It's like you want to be like, you want to be like a virus in a sense. You want to just spread your presence every platform. And if you are promoting something like I am, I'm promoting my music. I'm promoting my acting work. I think it's great to be on, it's a lot more work, yes, but I think the payoff is better. Wow. Is, isn't it hard, Anastasia, because you're creating content continuously. Um, let's say, let's not talk about other platforms. Let's just, let's just assume that you have one platform, maybe Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. So you're creating content to be released online and you're also performing. You have scheduled gigs, right? As a musician, as an artist. And you are also involved in creating movies, right? International Film Festival. H how can you manage all of those? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, um, and this goes back to creating content because I also do help other people create content here. And you just really need to know when to put your phone down. I know that right now I'm I'm promoting like, oh yeah, make content and do this and do that. But I think the other important thing to remember is you need to know when to put your phone down and find other ways that inspire you creatively. So to give you an example, it's like I moved to Hong Kong at the peak of COVID with extremely strict restrictions, like actually in fact the most strict in the world. And I was like creatively very suppressed. I just moved here. I don't have any friends. I don't know anybody. I need to meet people. So I had to find ways to connect with people online or through Instagram, through videos. And then in turn, when things opened up in Hong Kong, then I felt like it opened more jobs for me, more friendships started budding. Yeah. I think that also helped because on one sense, I'm, um, so because I put my phone down and I kind of experienced Hong Kong and was networking and going to dance classes and going to meetups and all those. Yeah, I'm, all right. I'm okay. But uh, 
I'm like having that thought, I need to create content. I need to be like a machine. And that's what these apps want. They want you to like churn out content consistently, but we're, we're not robots. We're not AI. We are people and we need to, in order to feel creatively fulfilled, we need to like be within our community. Mm. Anastasia, we, we have a, we have a question here from our connection on Instagram from three zero Peretz. So that's her, that's her name. All right. Um, love the show. Love Anastasia. What can you advise for startup artists or musicians that want to jump on online journey, the online journey? So, you know, they, they want to start maybe artists. It's very, you know, it's very vague, right? So startup artists that want to jump on, make a brand, make a name online. What can you advise them, my friend? I would say you need to find something that is unique that you enjoy doing, which some musicians are trying to like, oh yeah, duh. But actually what I mean by that is like, think about how many other singers to everybody and hope that it goes viral or hope that the For You page picks it up. You need to have that sort of tag. So what I tell people is either at the beginning of their video, hey, I'm an American that speaks Chinese, right? The people in the first, oh, you have like an introduction that says like, for example, I sometimes say, Hey guys, I'm an American in Hong Kong, or hey, I'm an American and I'm in China, or hey, five seconds when they're swiping through, they know what they're looking at. They hear, hey, I'm an American, I live in Hong Kong, and they're like, hey, I know who this girl is, I know her background, I know where she came from, and I know where she is right now, so I know what content I'm about to see. So if you say something like, hey, I'm an American in Hong Kong, I'm a singer, here's my single about heartbreak. Bam. It's like you already are showing them what they're going to see because you really are competing against the swipe habit, right? People are just swiping through reels, swiping through TikTok. So you have to really show like in the first five seconds what is going to happen. Wow. Love that. Love that, Anastasia. You know, giving us your story, giving us tips and you know knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb wow thank you anastasia i learned a lot and i love the trivia <laughs> guys please do connect with anastasia i'm sure more than entertainment she can help you in your journey towards success there you have it guys the amazing very beautiful very kind very humble very talented anastasia cos <laughs> together with yours truly, John Santos. Always remember, have a positive outlook in life. Smile. God bless you all. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.